full docket of what God's been doing. Isn't that awesome? Man, I'm grateful for uh, just these kids being able to go and share and do the different things they were able to do. First off, we're going to start with our All-State Youth Choir. They went to uh, North Carolina and Florida. I got Amy Daniel going to share, Shiloh's going to share, and then Trenton. Okay, there's going to be like a slideshow, hopefully, going on while I talk. Um, Like Ren said, we went to, we had our tour the first week of July, so we were gone over 4th of July. Um, We had fun at SWU, of course, like busy week with with Super Summer there, and we performed, like we performed the night of the concert. And, like, we had an amazing director. Like, she was professional as it got. And the accompanist amazing. But, like, I really felt like God, like, just spoke to me on this trip. Like, I was doing what I loved. Like, I just loved singing. And it was just so much fun. Like, 4th of July, we sang on the beach. Then we got some beach time, of course. Um, our first stop was Carolina. We stayed there one night. Left 5.30 in the morning this morning. Went to Port Clinch, had some free time. Um, our mission trip, like our mission, really big mission was hanging out with the youth at the conference center. And they were our age. Like, we just hung out with them, talked with them, staying at their, at their camp. Um, another trip we did, another mission, we knocked on doors for Amelia Island Church because they were our supporting church in the tour. And so we knocked on doors for them, uh, 4th of July. And told them, hey, we're going to come sing. Do you want to come hear us? It's totally free. Um, Shiloh has some more stuff to talk about, um, like the other half of the trip. So I'll let her talk. You know, it's kind of funny when you're from Southern Illinois. Many people make fun of you for your hick accent. But other than that, it's fine. So as Amy has said, we travel around everywhere, and we got to sing wonderful places. And one concert was like, I think the one right before our final concert. We could just seriously reach our hand out and feel God moving. It was amazing. And at the end of the service, we were, as we did every time we went to the concert, at the end of it, we would ask, if anyone's moved to come and accept Christ into their heart, please do it now. That night, an 80-year-old woman and a 4-year-old child accept Christ. I'm used to seeing middle-aged people or something walk up there, but knowing that I have a grandmother that age and have a nephew that age, my family can do it too. Things, I feel like God's moving in me. I bless you guys for letting me go on this trip. God bless Hairborn. I know I love it in every single soul of my body. Every single inch. I love just singing to him and praising him. I love God for giving me this church, for giving me the funds to go. God has a reason for everyone. That was one of the things I got from this trip. I could see people coming in that had been in a family that none of us wanted to be in, or had been scars on their hands and arms from cutting themselves. And yet they're up there rejoicing the Lord and singing. It's amazing, guys. The final trip home, as you saw on some of the slides, me and Amy took this picture with my girl. Her name's Faith Harpel. She's seriously my best friend from another town. 
she sat down with me one night and we were talking about everything. And it was amazing. I could seriously, for this entire trip, felt God whispering in my ear, Shiloh, it's finally going to be okay now. Shiloh, you have a place. Shiloh, you're in my heart. I could just see other people in that. Like on the bus ride. <laughs> you may know that our youth group here is studying the book Radical. It was amazing once we got in that book, and our all-state youth choir director handed us all the same book. So we were just kind of flipping through there, me and Amy, since we already kind of knew the chapters. But then that fact, it was amazing. It was just, you could feel God was sitting on that bus and, like, talking to every one of us. But there was a tragedy on this trip. One of our people had a boyfriend over in Iraq and he was killed and so that entire bus ride everyone sat in silence and it's hard to say but it was kind of amazing because I could feel God there too and just let you know even when we're up there singing our soulful songs laughing joking clapping and then we go to crying and sobbing God's still there He's still right beside you holding your hand. And that's what I got from this trip. I thank you guys. Um, this is going to be pretty short, sweet, and to the point because I wasn't aware that I was sharing until five seconds ago. <laughs> so um, I just thought I'd talk for a little bit about like how I thought it was cool that they got people from all over the state of Illinois to come together and to form this choir and to go and travel around sharing God's word. And um, like I feel a lot closer to like people that I would have never otherwise met. And um, I just want to thank you all for that opportunity that you've given me. So, thank you very much. He does a good job. He didn't want to go on that trip, and it took a lot of stuff getting him on that bus that morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Super Summer was another camp. It was held on Greenville College. Uh, we had eight kids go. I've got uh, Steve, Alex, Whitney, uh, Adrian and Morgan and Sienna. Did I leave anybody off? All right. Good. And Josh, you didn't go, did you? No. All right. I'm going to open this thing up for who wants to share. I've got a neat thing to happen on the way back, and Whitney and Adrian want to share that. So, Whitney and Adrian, come on up. We'll start you off. This is probably like my first time I've ever talked in front of people, so if my voice is a little shaky, I'm sorry. Um, on the way home, we were all happy but then sad because we met a lot of awesome people up there. And I don't really know why, but like most of them live like three hours away, so we can't really hang out with them and stuff. But on the sad part, um, we went to Shake and Shake, like, Shake, Shake and Shake? Yeah, I think. 
to eat, but it was like a 30-minute wait, I think. Um, so we went to Wendy's, and we were talking about how we were going to make a commitment to God and stuff. And we were praying, holding hands and praying, and these little boys were over, like, looking at us and stuff, because you could feel their eyes and stuff. But, um, like, when we got up, Brent was walking out, and he was like, that was so cool. And, like, I was, I was in the back trying to, like, hold my tears in because I didn't really notice that, like, little boys would actually listen to us and watch us. And then we talked to him, and Brent was talking about his Spider-Man shirt on how he must have loved Spider-Man. He's like, no, I just love God. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, like, we talked to him about how if they knew God and stuff. And they was like, yes, we're trying to find a church to go to, and we're trying to go more. But the thing was, I just started bursting out in tears halfway through the thing. Because, I mean, we were praying about how we wish that, like, we could, like, share the gospel throughout everywhere. And then to that to happen, I knew God was there. And that was, like, my first real God experience. And I was just bawling, and I almost got hit by a car because I was, like, I couldn't see anything. And, yeah, thank God I'm alive. Yeah, I went to Super Summer with like the other people, and uh, I mean it's it it was really like it wasn't like church camp like you would imagine. It's more like most church camps you go imagine swimming, having fun, doing other things. I mean Super Summer is not a fun camp. I don't think. I mean you have it, well it's, it has its fun points. I mean you get to meet a lot of people from around the state, but. Uh, Compared to other camps that I've been to, uh, it's a uh, very learning, it's like a learning camp more than a fun camp. Like, you get, you wake up at like 6.15, take a shower, go to breakfast, and then from, let's see, 8, 8.30 to about noon, you're drilled with the Bible in your head. And then from like 1 o'clock to like, what is it, like 12.15, yeah, you get to bed at like 1 o'clock in the morning, then you have to get up at 6.00. It's it's very uh, tiring, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. We uh, in our uh, group, we, it was about evangelism, which was actually pretty cool with what happened after the uh, when we stopped at Wendy's. But uh, it was basically it showed us how to uh, use this uh, 
acronym, not acronym, it's like the thing where it's like G-R-A-C-E, and it's like stands for different letters. But uh, it basically like told us all these different uh, names for that, and it uh, basically uh, like, uh, I forgot the word. Uh, it uh, <laughs> it like shows uh, the gospel through these uh, through these different letters, which was really cool. And then Lonnie uh, Trembley was like, I think he was one of the best teachers at at there. Like there were like three very very good teachers. I think he was one of them. But uh, yeah, I had well, I learned a lot. I'm not gonna say I had a bunch of fun, but I learned. <laughs> I, le- I learned a lot there, and uh, I'm just going to close on that because I think other people have to say stuff. Okay, Steve's going to be in charge of promotion next year, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We had uh, a missionary father and son come out of here. They went to uh, World Changers in Chicago. And uh, they're going to come up and share what they did up in Chicago. Yeah, we, we were sitting around a table in the fellowship hall, I think, and talking about summer stuff. And um, David heard Judy talking about World Changers, and he said, I, I want to go do that. And neither of us had ever been to World Changers, so it was kind of unique, just the two of us going. But go ahead and put the, the first slide up there. The theme was unless, and the whole idea was unless we go, they won't know. Unless we help, they won't heal. And, and there were things like that, and that was the whole theme, and it's, it's the truth. Um, and it's the truth here in Harrisburg and Chicago. Or, or Unless we go out the doors, Harrisburg's not going to know, our neighbors are not going to know, and Chicago's not going to know. And that, that was the theme. I've got two short clips, and this is about 14 seconds. Show that first clip. This is the actually the first, next one is a picture of the place that we worship. We stayed in a school in East Chicago. One of the at least one of the teams had a police escort with them the whole week while we were there. This is a pretty rough area. And the next one is a video. This is a little bit of the first night worship. talk and then I'm going to show you one other video at the end. So Gavin, I'm let you share your part. Hey, um, World Changers was really a great experience and I'd recommend any youth group going there as like a youth group and stuff. <laughs> but um, besides great mission work, I really learned that unless we go and unless we help and all that stuff, no one's going to change. Everything's just going to stay lost and dark unless we get up and go. I mean, you know, there are people here that are doing a lot of great stuff, and I salute those guys, but there's a lot of people that are just dormant. They come to church, they tithe, and they do all the good churchy person stuff, but they don't get out and they don't go. And, you know... I just learned that unless we do that, nothing's going to change. It's just going to stay the same. You just got your sermon for the night, I think. <laughs> I'm going to put the, the next picture up. It's got like three or four pictures here very quickly of the week. We spent the week uh, in a church. This is a, uh, a large, This is a church that has hosted teams in the past. 
And what happened with Chicago this year is when world changes, if you guys have ever been apart, this is a massive undertaking in a city where they go. Dozens and dozens of projects. They were in a trailer park in one point, just to give you an idea. They had 40 trailers lined up to paint. They wound up with eight. So the reason is the agency that normally pulls all this stuff together backed out on them in Chicago this year. So they were scrambling week to week. The project was changing week to week. So we wound up at a church going to the next one. They wound up at a church. We wound up at a church that had hosted teams in the past working in the community. But they were. <laughs> that's my son. Um, and, and we were working in the church uh, that had hosted teams in the past serving them this year, doing some painting and some maintenance, some upkeep that they needed done. Uh, Jeff, the pastor there, is a great guy. The next one should be his granddaughter, I believe, Caitlin, which was my buddy for the week. Um, as are my sunglasses on her, yeah, and uh, she was the star of the place, obviously. But what really impressed me about our kids, I think we have one more picture of kid, of kids, is that right? Well, he's not laying down, the picture's just sideways. The, the kids that were there, we had two crews working at this site, and we were inside the church. And on the first day, they were saying, if we stay inside the church, nobody's going to see us here. Well, so how do, we, how do we fix that? So we started sending them out because they wanted to go out into the neighborhood by twos, by threes, by fours, prayer walking. This was the church's immediate neighborhood, prayer walking. And our kids were taking initiative. Uh, David was on some of those teams. We had a couple of girls that made a great prospect contact for salvation with a guy who was obviously stoned out of his mind the first time they talked to him and started talking and visited with him three or four times during the week, made a contact, left with Jeff for this guy to hear the gospel and be ministered to. Lonely guy. The only reason he was drinking, he was lonely. Didn't have anybody else in the world. So to see them go get out, we don't want to just work with paintbrushes in the church. We want to get out and share the gospel. That was impressive. It was a challenge to me as well. The last clip is one of those things. While I was there, I got sick and came back, as you guys know, from this weekend with a pretty bad sinus infection. Friday, my throat was so red and swollen I could barely swallow. So Friday, I felt awful. So as one of those little things that God just does, just... I'm not saying he did this specifically for me to put a smile on my face, but this was really cool. We went the last day. We got done early, and it was the last day going back, and we went up to Lake Michigan just to go up. Again, our idea was to go to a park and because they were still wanting to get out and talk to people. That's exactly what they did. So we're walking. We're about four blocks from the park, and we're walking. And this is Gary, Indiana also, by the way, also a very rough area. And overhead we hear this sound come rushing over us, and there's a Russian MiG jet that comes flying over our head. Gary, Indiana, the Russians are invading. Like, what is going on? Then these four, I don't know what the other ones were, but it's four military jets come by in formation. We just happened to be there on the day that Gary, Indiana is presenting this incredible air show, like Blue Angels level stuff. And I want to show you this last one. What happened was that the MiG would come in so close. Go ahead, Ron. The MiG would come in so close, he would buzz the water and smoke would disappear. But he, the MiG is following the four in formation, corkscrewing his trail. That wow. smoke is the MIG corkscrew. I just had to show you guys that because it's that just out. cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to do with world changers, but that was awesome. I had to share it. Thanks a lot. Awesome, awesome. Uh, super summer. We got some uh, footage of uh, Super Summer and our kids and what we did. Uh, this is uh, about a seven-day trip, and we got to take in some sites and also do the camp. So Ronnie's huge camp, centrifuge. Centrifuge camp. There you go. All right. We are uh, stretching the time here. We've got something going on back there. Uh what I did uh, the first night, you're going to see a campfire, and I presented uh, 
a challenge to the kids. I said, this is a conference center. Did you notice something in your rooms? What's missing?
them to come out of their comfort zone. And before that, uh, I was playing a little surprise on them, trying to get them to concentrate before we had camp. We got down there a couple days early, and I was really wanting them to hit them hard this week with just what God had for them. And uh, God gave me a message of uh, distractions. And uh, we went and played volleyball, and some of them played, some of them didn't, and we had a good time. We hiked up the hill, but it took a lot of energy to get up the hill. And uh, all that week, I kept telling them, distractions. You guys are free of distractions. What are you going to give up to hear the Word of God this week? And I'll let, you sh- I'll let them share what they each one gave up, what they did. And I was really pleased with this group. They really grew a lot through this camp this week. But we got to experience nature. We got to experience a lot of things. So I've got uh, Trenton, you're first on the list. You and then Jaden. And then... Uh, Becca and then Caitlin. Hi. Um, uh, like Dad said, the first day, um, my dad each challenged us to like make one commitment to God and to keep it throughout that entire week. And a lot of people committed to, like, memorizing scripture, and then I realized that would kind of be taking the easy way out, considering I've been doing that my entire life. So I committed to reading a chapter a day in my Bible, and I did do that for the entire week. But um, then, uh, I don't know if he told everybody this, but um, I made a commitment to keep when I got back home, and it's to read two chapters a day in my Bible. And... um, since I've been reading in my Bible every day, like I feel, I feel like my relationship with God is a lot closer than it's ever been before. And um, through reading my Bible, I just wanted to share something with you that I struggle with. Um, we talked about this in the truck on the way home. Um, one thing we all struggle with, and I decided that like it's probably not good, but I struggle with being judgmental a lot. And um, Then, like, while I was reading my Bible the other day, I ran across this verse. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye, and look, there's a log in your eye. And that kind of helped me, like, I shouldn't look at the little things that other people do until, like, I have everything in order. Which, obviously, I do not have everything in order all the time. So, I just thought I would share that with you guys, and... Shade 
good evening. So um, we had some fun and some really serious times. The, the worst part was when we walked up the mountain. We were told it was going to be a mile up and back. It turned out to be like five miles. We got halfway up the mile, and Brent was like, oh, it's just right up here. And we waited, and nothing. Jesse got a little closer to God because he thought he was going to die. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, let's see here, what else? I made a lot of friends. Something I told them I'd do in the truck. They didn't believe me. Let's see here. Um, I made a commitment to get up my, give up my cell phone and read two chapters a day and memorize a memory verse. And uh, I don't know what else to say. What? Uh, just gonna stop. What do I say? Which one? What? My favorite one. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalms 1:18:24. Thank you. Again, uh, yeah, I went to Centrifuge with uh, everybody else, and uh, I mean, I I like Centrifuge for different reasons than uh, I liked Super Summer. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot different. Like, I think Super Summer was based on uh, learning, a lot of learning, like pounded into your head, like no breaks until go to bed, but. Uh, uh, Centrifuge was more like, uh, I thought it was for beginning people who uh, you begin your walk with Christ. It wasn't as in-depth as I pictured it, but uh, there were a lot of cool classes. We, uh, I actually took apologetics and a uh, guitar track where we got to work with the uh, lead guitarist of uh, Sidewalk Prophets, which was pretty cool. And... Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Apologetics was very interesting because me, Jesse, and all, a bunch of other adults took it. It was very in-depth about defending the scripture against uh, basically atheists and people who don't believe in uh, Christianity, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – we had a lot of fun there. I thought the, the biggest part for me was, like, us guys – the actual youth group, like, coming together in our church devotions and stuff, I thought that was the part that I got the biggest part out of, where we came in church devotion every night. Me and Trenton played a song on guitar. We sang. We worshiped God. And uh, right after that, we went in. We had uh, discussions about what we had learned in our classes. Uh, Chad uh, was a great minister there. He uh, hit some targets right on the head. It was... Uh, it, like, talked about how at camps, like, everybody gets emotional. And you'll get, you'll uh, be all emotional, like, oh, my gosh, uh, I love Jesus for the next week. And then I'll go back to my same pattern. But uh, 
that's what uh, we made our commitments for at a uh, camp. We, uh, I actually, the first day at the fire, me and a couple other people, we uh, actually volunteered our phones to uh, go in a bag until the uh, last day in the van where we got it back, which was, I mean, it was hard, but it wasn't. I mean, who needs to talk to their friends 24-7 anyway? Thinking phoneaholics, no, but uh, uh, yeah, but we like we basically made commitments. We dropped out a distraction uh, in our life. That uh, I'm just thinking of what Brent said at the campfire, but uh, (laughs) okay, okay, (laughs) but uh. I'm sure I'm, we like basically just like picked up reading the Bible, get distractions out of the way, read the Bible, get in prayer, and then basically just had quiet times. Like we got up early sometimes and uh, read the Bible in the morning. I know Jaden was a big person on that. He got up very early and read the Bible each day. It was probably pretty cool. I slept through it because I was like super tired. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, I'll let other people talk because they. Well, this week at camp, one of my main missions was to do the missions. When we were doing the missions, we went off camp. And we went to random places. And through the random places that we went to, I realized that that was my thing to do, that I was supposed to be there for a reason. And I was supposed to help those that don't really get to see Christ, but they can see you go and help them through what you did. So I went and... We went and did uh, drama acts and Bible uh, verses with the people there. And they enjoyed it there. And this week I gave up my cell phone because I knew I really didn't need it. And I just put the missions in front of my phone so that way I didn't have to use and think about my phone I just thought about what Christ was helping me in my life and that went through what we were doing the missions I was supposed to go after Jaden, but um, I just, uh, I had a great time at camp, and um, we, first, of all, first of all, I want to thank you all for supporting us in, in funds and stuff, for letting us go, because um, I saw a lot of people grow this week in their love for God, and, and, and not only that, but, but for, for the Word of God and really getting into to God's Word, um, people like 
you would you would wake up in the morning and start to walk to breakfast, and there would be literally people sitting everywhere reading their Bibles, and it was just a really cool sight to see because you know most of the time whenever you go to things like that, the only time you see people with their Bibles out is whenever somebody says you know open your Bible and turn to this page or whatever. But um, I saw a lot of people, um, and even in our youth group who who truly grew in their and their love for God's Word, and um, it's really really important because. If we can say we love God and, and, and mean it, but we don't really know what he wants from us and what he expects from us until we, until we get into his word. And um, uh, we had a memory verse every day. Um, some of us learned them, some of us didn't really. Uh, um, but uh, it, was, it was a good experience because uh, Sienna started off not knowing any verses, and now she knows a whole week's worth. So uh, she deserves a round of applause for that. <laughs> And not only Sienna, not only Sienna, like everybody, everybody got a lot out of it. And um, uh, I saw a lot of people grow who, who really needed to, and it, it, was, it was a great experience. And, um, and I, I'm really thankful for you guys allowing us to be able to do that. Yeah, it was pretty much just awesome, the whole experience, the whole thing. And my commitment for the week was giving up my cell phone. And, I mean, it, it wasn't, like, the hardest thing in the world. It was pretty hard because I like my cell phone quite a bit. But, yeah, I left it in the room. And I really just didn't expect to get as much out of this trip as I did. I just thought, you know, it was going to be a fun week away from southern Illinois, get to go to a cool place. And then it was like, no, grow close to God. And it's just, it's... All this good stuff. And learning the Bible verses was a cool part, too. I really liked that. Because I like memorizing things. And, yeah. So, I got closer to God this week than I ever have in my life. Thank you. As you see, the kids changed a lot. Rachel, you have went to Jamaica. You want to share? Well, everybody went to North Carolina this week, and I decided I was not going to go with them. I was going to go out and rough it for a few days, and rough it I did, because I was staying at a house, at, but it wasn't exactly like houses here. There's no air conditioning. There's like 12 hours through the day where they just didn't have running water, and that was just normal. You just went to bed without taking a shower, and about 1 in the morning, you would just get up and take one, because that's when the water would be there. And it was, it was a really wonderful experience, and it took a lot from me, and it's a lot different than going with a big group of people, or even going to Montreal last year. Because even in Montreal, we were still in a, a place that's similar to America. They have similar customs. They live in similar places. And Jamaica is very touristy, and they have a lot of tourists, and that's where their economic um, systems come from. But once you get out of the places where the spas are, then it's a totally different world. It's not at all the same as anything here. 
and they have beautiful architecture there, and everything is very hand-done because what they do is they don't just go out and rent a home or buy it. They save their money, and they buy half a house, and then they save their money until they have more, and they finish building their house, and they just build it however they want to. So all of the houses there are really beautiful, and they're really nice, and, or they're just like in shambles because they haven't uh, set aside enough money to do it. But there's no air conditioning anywhere. They, some of the nicer places have ceiling fans. And right now I'm shivering because I got so used to sweating that it's, it's really awkward for me to be in a place that's air conditioned. And it was, that was really interesting. But we would get up in the morning, and I would get up probably like 6.30ish, and I would take my shower, and everybody, all of the people that lived in the house, not the missionaries, but like we stayed with our church pastor, and they would all be up and up about and cooking breakfast and things. And about 9 o'clock, I would start sweating. And we would go to our first place, which was in St. Simon, which was driving up the mountain. You would go through this little intersection that was always congested and had no stop signs. So you just you had to guess when it was your turn to go. And just drive up this road that's really, it was, the road was in terrible condition. It, there was potholes everywhere. At one point we had to pick up a couple of extra people to fit into our little car that rolled down one window. And we were all on top of each other and we were halfway there. And then we all had to stop and get out because the road couldn't carry us all. And then we had to walk the rest of the way. But that was nice because it was much cooler walking than it was riding in the car. And we would get up to St. Simon, which was a primary school. It was just like for little kids to go to the school. And like where we start junior high, that's where they go into their secondary school. And they call it first form, second form, third form, and that's seventh, eighth, ninth grade. And you can go all the way up into a senior. But we were working in the school that was meant for little kids. And um, we would have all of the desks pushed up towards the front. And they would be there waiting by the time we got there. There would be like 20 kids just in the schoolyard hanging around waiting while we were there. And as we pulled up and we would get everything ready and they would help us carry it in. And by the time that we were done saying our pledges and singing our songs, there would be over 70 people there. And there would be babies that were still in the womb all the way up to people who were 20, 25, just there to hear our Bible stories and do our crafts and just to be together and learn about God. And it, they were all very respectful and kind, and they brought us all sorts of wonderful fruits. There's a fruit called a ginnup, and I don't think you've ever heard of it because I never have, but it was a spectacular little thing, and I ate probably a million of them. <laughs> and we would do that, and then after about noon, we would get done, and we're... There's three of us at the school trying to t help with 70 kids. And so it was a handful anyway. So we'd all get done, and we'd come back to our host home, and we'd take a nap. Every day we'd take a nap, and then we'd get up again and go to our second place, which would start at 3 o'clock because we, did we had four Bible schools running through the whole thing. And I had a team of six people, and we split up in half, and half of us went to two places. I went to St. Simon, and I went to the Lucy Baptist Church, and the other half went to Green Island and Mount Peace. And we would go, and so we'd get up at 3 o'clock and we'd go to Lucy, which was just down the hill. It was very easy to get to. And 
it was, that was an actual church. It wasn't a school. And it was, it was a nice church. That's where the people with the money lived. They lived in Lucy, and they drove around, and all the little kids were wandering around in their nice, fresh, clean clothes, and some of them had cell phones and Nintendos and things like that. And they were more loud and outspoken than the St. Simon kids were. But it was okay because there was only 30 of them to try to handle. But it was, it was a great experience. And all the kids, they loved it because they don't have anything else to do but to come to Bible school. When school gets out, they don't have anything else that they can do. Nobody has any programs that they can go to. There's nothing they can go out. There's no parks or anything because they live on the side of a mountain. And... So they were all just excited to come to Bible school. And it, you just, you, don't, you get used to our Bible school where we have kids come up and they're happy to be there. But these kids would come up during the recreation, which would be just like playing catch. And they would tell you that this is great. I'm so glad you're here. And then they'd run back and go back to playing. And that was just something that was really interesting. And it was very exciting for me to have people actually like appreciate it so much. And I had a great... I had a great time, and I, I learned to love all these little kids, and then I had to leave. So I appreciate you paying for this week, but next year I might want to stay for two. <laughs> well, but I have many, many stories, if any of you want to hear it, and I have a little bit of a slideshow that may or may not work. We'll try it, but it was great. Thank you for sending me. share before we close her out. You want to share? Yeah. All right. Good deal. Hey, adults, did you want to share anything? All right. 
Hey, I want to thank Dorisville. Your kids are growing. I challenged them. They're getting a mission heart. God's also doing something in them. They're giving them a love for God's Word. And I ain't kidding you. You can tell them which day you wanted a memory verse for, and these kids would spout it off. And we did it, and we standing in the lunch line. We did it on our raft trip. We did it when we are in the cave. And, guys, one of the lessons we learned in a cave, it doesn't take a giant light to make a difference. All it takes is a little spark to make a difference. And God's in that little spark, and the darkness will flee. So it's not in the one that how big you are. It's not how big you think you are. It's about the light you carry. And the light we carry is Jesus. And that's what it's all about. And that's what these kids are experiencing. And this next year, we're planning on going and doing a mission trip. We're going to do a mission trip outside the country. I don't know where we're going, but these kids are going to work awful hard to go. And we're going to see what God opens the doors for. But your kids are getting prepared, and they're getting ready to answer the call. And hopefully, church, you're seeing the example they're setting here. And they're getting called out. So I'm excited uh, just to see all this stuff taking place in their lives. And uh, some of them have already been outside the country already, and they're, they're doing it. Okay, that's awesome. Well, let's all stand tonight, and let's have a word of prayer. Jesse, you want to lead some word of prayer? Father God, we want to thank you for just the youth that you have blessed this church with. God, they are a blessing to each and every one of us here. And we know that they are certainly glorifying your name and everything they do. Uh, we want to just thank you for allowing us to hear their stories, to hear how you've been working in their lives and how you continue to change them. Uh, in each trip that they go to, no matter where they go. Lord, we ask that uh, you be with them and continue to work in them. Uh, continue the work that you started in them during these trips and allow them to go out and be bold, to be leaders in the community and their schools, amongst their peers and their families and just in the community in general. We ask that uh, you continue to bless the church and allow us to, to continue to glorify your name and put you first. Lord, we ask this all in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen.